0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from Own Manorama. I'm your host Manna Cheri, and these are the major news stories of October 14, 2023. We begin with an update on Israel Hamas war. The Israeli army has confirmed the death of two Hamas commanders who led the cross border attack. Meanwhile, thousands of Palestinians fled North Gaza as Israel conducted localized raids. Second batch of Operation Ajay, carrying 235 Indian nationals from Israel, reaches New Delhi. Conservative parties surge to victory in New Zealand general election. New ferry service launched between India and Sri Lanka after four decades. Virinyam Port aims to handle 1 million containers annually, said Kerala Chief Minister Pinarai Vijayan. Let's get into the details. Israeli military said on Saturday it killed two Hamas commanders who were behind the cross-border deadly rampage into Israel a week ago. The military said it killed Marit Abdul Marit, who was the head of Hamas Aerial System, and Ali Khadi, a company commander of commando force. They were killed when fighter jets struck an operational centre of Hamas from where the group carried out its aerial activity. There was no immediate confirmation from Hamas. Meanwhile, thousands of Palestinians fled to southern Gaza in search of refugees. Earlier, Israel had warned them to evacuate before an expected ground offensive against Hamas. Israeli army said, Ground forces made localised raids into Gaza in the last 24 hours to cleanse the area of terrorist and weaponry and try to find missing persons. At least 1,900 Gazans, most of them civilians and including more than 600 children, have been killed in the waves of missile strikes on densely populated enclave. Back in India, the second batch of 235 Indian nationals including two infants from Israel landed in New Delhi The first batch of 212 Indians reached on Friday India launched operation Ajay on Thursday to facilitate the return of those who wished to return home following the brazen attacks on Israeli towns by Hamas militants from Gaza triggering fresh tensions in volatile region the first charter flight to facilitate the return of Indian citizens from Israel left late Thursday evening carrying 211 adults and infant living in the war-battered region and reached the Indian capital on Friday morning. There are about 18,000 Indian nationals living and working in Israel, including caregivers, students, several IT professionals and diamond traders. The evacuation of Indian nationals was necessitated after armed Hamas militants based in Gaza Strip blasted through the Israeli security fence and streamed into the Israel by land, air and sea on Saturday in what is now described as an unprecedented attack. New Zealand's center-right National Party led by Christopher Luxon will form a new government with its preferred coalition party ACT after Labour leader Chris Hipkins, conceded he could not form a government following the country's general election. According to the Election Commission, the National Party, which is now in opposition, had 40% of the votes, while ACT Party had 9%, which, based on the current tally, would give the two parties enough seats to form a government. The National ACT majority is slim and still may need support from the Populist Party, New Zealand First, to form a government. Under the former leader, Jacinda Ardern, Labour in 2020 became the first party to capture an outright majority since New Zealand switched to a mixed-member proportional system in 1996. But Labour has since lost support, with many New Zealanders dissatisfied over the country's long COVID-19 lockdown and rising cost of living. A new international furry service between Tamil Nadu's Nagapattinam and Sri Lanka's Kanage Sindurai is operational from today. It was virtually flagged off by Union Minister Sarbananda Sonowal. The Prime Minister Narendra Modi also addressed the event. The Prime Minister said India and Sri Lanka are embarking on a new chapter in diplomatic and economic relations, and the launch of a ferry service is an important milestone in strengthening the relations. About 50 passengers were part of its maiden ride on Saturday. The booking facility will be available online from January 2024. The round-trip cost of the service is Rs 13,000 plus tax. If a passenger is looking for a one-way ferry ride, they can book the tickets for Rs 6,500 plus tax. The venture marks the revival of passenger ferry services between India and Sri Lanka, a service that was discontinued in 1980s. As per reports, the last ferry, the Indo-Ceylon Express, operated until 1982 when it was stopped owing to the Sri Lankan civil war. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarai Vijayan described the international deep water multipurpose seaport at Virinyam as a game-changer for the state's infrastructure and development. In a social media post, he said it aimed to handle 1 million containers annually, surpassing even Singapore. The inaugural vessel Senhua 15 is set to dock at Virinyam port on October 15. The Chief Minister's social media post came amid preparations of state government to officially welcome Xinhua 15, the first ship which arrived at the port on Thursday. The vessel which arrived carrying cranes from China was given a salute by tugboats which pulled the vessel into the 7,700 crore rupees deep water international port. The government had also said that 75% of the breakwater construction is also complete at the port. The William port is being constructed under the public-private partnership model. Adani Group is private partner in the development of Virinyam Port, which is going to be one of the largest ports in the world once commissioned. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose, hosted by me, Manna Cheri. Daily News Dose is produced by Vishnu Daran with technical support from Idea Brew Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.